You're listening to the Connections Through Creativity podcast. Here, we dive in deep into personal growth, creativity, inclusion, education, mental health, entrepreneurship, connection, community, and how we can make a positive impact. I'm your host, Rebecca Jane, founder of Rebecca Jane Art, an inclusive community art instructor, mother, author, and artist with a love of living a creative life through joy, growth, and making a positive impact in the world. Art is the catalyst for creating connections. Everyone is an artist and everyone deserves a safe space to be and feel creative, included, and heard. When we create connections through creativity, we are opening an inclusive environment to improve mental health, education, and creativity in our community. By first starting with us, we can show up for ourselves, our family, and clients so we can live a fulfilling, creative life that inspires others. Become a certified inclusive community art instructor to make a radical impact in your community. Join the certification course in Mastermind by visiting RebeccaJaneArt.ca. Are you ready? Let's get creative. To another episode of Connections Through Creativity. So today I am joined by the amazing Anne. Uh, she is the owner, one of the owners of It's Okay to Be Awesome. So her um, business partner, Rebecca, uh, didn't make it on the call today, um, but to introduce them as a pair uh, to get to know a little bit about what they do. They are mental wellness coaches and experts in self-compassion. Realizing that they don't teach you self-worth in school or how to feel good enough, empowerment coach Anne Levins and teacher Rebecca Tremblay join forces to create It's Okay to Be Awesome, a mental wellness and empowerment coaching program for kids. Endorsed by the Canadian Mental Health Association, the program teaches children how to cultivate self-confidence and self-compassion from a young age so that they can be set up for brighter and more empowered futures. Due to its enormous success, the program is currently being made into a television series to reach young audiences across across the country and the world. Because limiting beliefs and behaviors can be passed down to the next generation through modeling, Anne and Rebecca saw the importance of working with parents too. They soon began, they soon, they will soon be launching a powerful six-week online coaching program designed for parents specifically so that they can transform their own lives as well as their child's. Hello, Anne. So we are here today with Anne Lebon, uh, Levins. Sorry, all right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <great>. Sorry. <laughs> and um, uh, she is from Okay to Be Awesome, and we're here to talk about that and uh, empowerment and uh, how they are making an impact. Uh, and I'll uh, let's say, let's get started. So, um, Anne. Um, so quick to quick clarification. <laughs> uh, so to, okay to be awesome is set up with Anne and uh, her partner Rebecca, uh, business partner Rebecca. And um, Rebecca's not here today. It's just Anne. Uh, 
So when we talk about we or or yeah. <laughs> or they, it's uh, both Rebecca and Anne, but Anne is just here with me today. Okay, yeah. so let's jump right in. Uh, awesome. So I always start off my podcast uh, episodes with my guests uh, with my four intro get to know you questions. Uh, so first, uh, what's your favorite quote? I love these questions, by the way. And um, <laughs> one thing you'll learn about me is I never have one answer to a question. <laughs> so um, <laughs> with that said, you know, I, I, there's two quotes that I find um, right now, at least I really find helpful. And I'm just like, the reminder of how amazing we are at our core. And so one of them is the universe is not only within you, it absolutely adores you. Oh, I love that. I know. <laughs> all, of, all of the feelings. Oh yeah. my heart. Yeah. And it's just such a great reminder that no matter what, like you're just being bombarded with love from left, right, and center. And I just, oh, just beautiful. And when I was younger and I was living in Sweden, I went to university on an exchange. There was a quote I read that changed my life. And that over COVID times where, you know, if people aren't able to do the things they want, or if their energy levels are lower than normal, or if, you know, just any time, it doesn't have to be COVID times, but the quote was, do not examine your life in a low mood to do so is emotional suicide. And I don't like the word suicide, but I love what it says. Like, Mm -hmm. don't look at your life when you're in low energy, because when you're doing that, all you're going to see is low. Mm. Yeah. And so it's beautiful permission to kind of remember that, you know, you don't have to act immediately and you can have compassion for yourself when you need your compassion. Mm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the next uh, one is what's your favorite book? Uh, I have two or books. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, for this one, I had three, but I cut it down to two. Okay. So, um, okay. So I recently read a book I love and it is called light is the new black and it's by a girl named Rebecca Campbell and she's a writer she is um just talking about essentially showing up authentically as yourself and I just love the way she communicates a kind of kindness through her words and a kind of just it's just always so uplifting and I love writing like that. The writing, that's an experience. It makes you mm. feel a certain way the entire time. Um, and the other book was The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Yes, I have that one on my to read list, but I haven't read it yet. I'm going to add the other one too. <laughs> Great. Yeah, for sure. Great. The um, Power of Now is, they were both, they're both really good. Um, Power of Now is just really interesting because it takes, if you're anything like me, you may need to like take a minute with it and then you know take a break because it's quite Mm. content rich yeah um but it's one of those things that you want to try the you want to try it as you read it he Mm. talks about being present and getting you present and and it's that's why I love it because you do touch presence many times throughout that book um and that's what actually I believe we're all trying to get anywhere that's where we're trying to go anyway so Mm. it's it's really nice to have it put into words yeah absolutely Uh, Cool. Okay. So then, um, art, <laughs> I leave this one pretty open. So it's something that inspires you or you love to create or like a medium that you love. Tell me mm. about art. <laughs> it's so funny. Music is my medium. Mm. Um, and I grew up singing opera. Oh, I, wow. 
Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it was one of those things for me where um, it took me until now to really understand the gift because like any talent, you don't really give it to yourself. You're, you're born with it. And, and therefore it's, you know, one of your tools to help and, and express yourself and feel amazing. You know, it's not completely selfless, but it's, it's definitely something that I was born with. I didn't understand. I ended up not pursuing after I studied for about 22 years. And after my first degree, I was going to go do a music degree. Um, but didn't, my intuition told me not to. Um, main reason being all I wanted to do was sing high notes, mm. like ethereal, angelic tones, not songs that someone else wrote. Or I didn't want to stand in front of people in an auditorium. I wanted to stand next to someone on in like a healing setting. Mm. And so essentially that's what happened after working with my voice, understanding how it works, um, that it does have all voices, all music, um, but especially the voice does have an ability to raise our energetic level to really beautiful heights. It can change a mood in a second. Even mm -hmm. humming can bring you out of a lower mood. So um, I started to explore my voice. And so I use that every day. That's my meditation. That's how I connect with me. I also use it with groups. I do what are called vocal sound baths where people come and they relax and they're serenaded with tones that are intuitively, I'm intuitively fed. And, um, and then we, we just let the music do the work and it helps people get out of their mind and like their head and relax and heal physically a lot of times. So that's my, that's really like, that's my art. That's the one that I have no creativity when it comes to uh, painting, art, drawing, anything with my hands is not a thing. I can't, I wanted to <laughs> over, over this um, period, like COVID, I started watching people do acrylic pour and I love how different each one is and just mm. how many colors and how much movement. And I wanted to try it. And I just imagined having to move my hands and do something like that. And I just wanted to like, no, <laughs> not for me. So it's energy. Energy is my art. <laughs> I am so obsessed with what you just said about the music. That's amazing. Yay! I actually have a similar experience in the fact that I went to music school or applied and like got right, like I got accepted. And then I was like, nope. Right. So I was like, whoa, weird. That does happen. But uh, yeah, and I, I was in like that operatic like section as well. Like so cool that we have that connection there. Ah! These are why I ask these questions. <laughs> oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, hello, synchronicity. Yeah, we'll have to go. We'll have to talk about that later. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the last question is something that you're really into right now. Cool, cool. Um, <laughs> writing. That's another form of expression that's super me and that it's time for me to now explore. It feels like it's like, okay, you've done other things that you needed to do before this and now it's time. Um, and nature, like every time I meditate, every time I close my eyes to like tone, to relax, all I see is trees and just mm -hmm. oceans. Like today, can, getting ready for this, for this interview, essentially, it was, all I saw was like, <laughs> beaches and beauty and it was just kind of the reminder of how important nature is in especially being self-loving and compassionate because it essentially teaches us how it allows us to surrender it allows us to recharge and so I'm just obsessed right now I've got 27 plants I don't know if I should say that but I do 
<laughs> no, that's amazing. I love that. That's I, I totally no. <laughs> I uh, I have to send you a meme. It was like at the start of COVID, and there was like a girl sitting with no plants, and then at the end of COVID, and she had like a whole her whole room was just plants. You can't even like, see you can't her even anymore. see her like just yeah. her face or her eyes or something. <laughs> Um, I love it. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally am on the same page there. <laughs> Amen. Yes. Okay. So uh, let's get started. So how, uh, tell us about, oh, it's okay to be awesome, mm-hmm. uh, where you and Rebecca started and, uh, and then we'll go from there. Sure. So it's okay to be awesome is a mental wellness program for kids. Um, and it's hugely based on the fact that we don't learn how to love ourselves um, anyone, our parents, our teachers, anyone, uh, truly, we don't get to focus on that or learn how to create empowering beliefs about ourselves too. So the, the program was born out of that desire that kids need to learn that earlier, um, so that everyone can be more harmonious, well-adjusted and just genuinely themselves, you know, with, without your limits, you're yourself. So about five years ago, Rebecca was teaching in Brazil And I was living here as a life coach and I was working with clients in empowerment and Rebecca had a puppet company Mm -hmm. and she always used that to help reach people in a new way, um, especially people who were not necessarily communicative or who were otherwise, you know, shy, anxious. Um, And then, so I called her and just asked her, Hey, when you come home, why don't we start up a business where we teach all these coaching and just important principles that we've kind of been studying independently. Like, Hey, like how life works versus how we were taught it works, that kind of thing, you know, just different things that are actually true that we just don't know. Hmm. And, um, and let's, let's deliver it through puppets and let's get it to kids so that they can grow up with this knowledge, not go through the necessary, uh, well, it's not just protect them from, you know, any experiences, but not to go through as much pain as maybe they would without it. Hmm. And so it was a big heck yes um, from her end. So when she was back in Canada, we hit the ground running and we, because of how it it's needed. We were let into the school system immediately within two weeks, we were writing and doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it began at a school here in Fredericton, New Brunswick, George street, which happened to be my middle school. And which was so fun to go yeah. back and be able to like redo it. Right. Cause I remember like, I remember the experience there. It was not fun. No. And middle school is a really hard time. So we wanted to, we wanted to get kids at grade five, six, at the beginning, just so we could get them ready for that kind of next step and, and all the things that, you know, we're anxious about and what we could experience and just build up their self-esteem. And so um, we did, and, and we ran our first program there. It was an after-school program. We were there two days a week, I believe. Um, and we essentially took over their health class. Yeah. So, and that was great. Um, the guidance counselor, you know, just gave us the room and, and we taught and the results from that first group were just insane. (laughs) It was so cool. Like it was very, very validating and extremely, um, humbling Mm -hmm. just how far these kids will go with the tools and just how much love they have and just how, how much they can in that 
grade six era, like at the beginning, we started working with them at the beginning of grade six. And by January, there you can start to notice a shift in kids because they're starting to, okay, there's a difference here. There are people older than me. You know, um, I'm not as innocent. They're not as innocent and trusting by the end of grade six as they are at the beginning. But with this group we were working with, we saw that they stayed open as well as matured. So they didn't close. Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. So, and then from there, we just have done many different versions of it. Um, So what started as a six week, essentially six week program, then turned into an eight week, then turned into a March break camp, then turned into after school programming and March break, then all the live programming with COVID. um, It was already starting to take a turn to a more online platform just because of how much our website and Facebook was getting questions from people out of Fredericton outside Mm -hmm. of the city who wanted help. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we started to record some things, some resources, and then Canadian mental health approached and asked if we would do a podcast Mm -hmm. to help with COVID relief. And so that was what we, we just recently finished and it's a free resource open on their site and on ours. And, um, Essentially, it's everything we've ever taught the kids in 12 episodes. Oh, my gosh. I know. Well, that's amazing. Is that, like is that live now? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yes, it is. It's live. It's on It's on their site and it's on our website. So Canadian Mental Health, um, New Brunswick. And okay. Yeah. Perfect. And Spotify, I believe. Yeah. I'll, I'll link it all in uh, the show notes there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you've recorded the podcast, but um, there's other things going on as well. True. Yeah, there's like so much going on. Um, It's so fun because when we were creating our vision for It's Okay to Be Awesome, we wanted it to be huge. We wanted it to be global um, because the message has to be bigger than one classroom in Fredericton, New Brunswick. Yeah. And so we, of course, you know, put out into the universe what we want. We then approached a production company based in New Brunswick, but that's really, really awesome. Great heart-centered people doing huge things in this world. Great, you know, experience already in production and, and have done so much. So they've, they've signed on. So we're actually developing a television series out of the principles of the, um, the program. That's amazing. So thank you. It's actually the most fun because it's just like we get to be creative and silly and and still get this really heartfelt, um, empowering message across. Mm-hmm. And it's working with really heart-centered, like I swear, like lottery one. Just even the creative process is so much fun with these with mm-hmm. these people. And they're some of them are in Toronto, some of them are in um, St. John. And so we're we're still in development. We got some really good support from the government and then some funding last um, through the TELUS fund last year. So we're, we're just now pitching to broadcasters. And so that's a fun time. Oh my gosh. So tell me a little bit about what we'll expect to see in the. Sure. Okay. So it (laughs) is essentially like the best television. (laughs) I'm not biased at all. (laughs) Well, it's, it's, it's essentially, it's like an imagination child of my, myself and Rebecca. And we have a very whimsical imagination. Everything is possible. Um, So this show is like people traveling between realms, finding these keys to, you know, answer questions about their life and their experience in middle school topics like 
um, how powerful our words are, mm. just like simple statements and how they actually Im- influence how we think and influence what we seek out unconsciously, just stuff like that. And then talking about self-esteem, talking about manifestation um, in, in so far as goal setting, but adding the extra little you know, the energetic component, which we forget to do a lot in some of our kind of more linear thinking. Mm. Um, And self-compassion is the biggest one. Self-compassion, because in our eyes, it's really the cure to everything. It's, it's, it's acceptance of every situation you're going through, acceptance of yourself going through everything. And it means you can be there for yourself instead of turn against yourself. Um, So just really, really wanting to make that a kind of like a threshold or like a new foundation for kids that they have that from the get-go mm-hmm. and the tv show is going to really emphasize how to feel that and and how to um, always return to that amazing is it animated I, or is it's it going to be animated yeah, okay. yeah so we were we were thinking about different things like whether it should be oh my gosh we submitted a proposal at the beginning because we were really imaginative like it's crazy <laughs> like, we had there's no such thing as a limit <laughs> So we had like mixed media and a huge, huge budget and all this stuff. And uh, we were just speaking with our team last week and we're going to start it animation wise and let it grow. Um, and Rebecca and myself, we're going to be doing some of the voices. Oh, the, the characters. Yes. Oh, so much fun. I'm going to be a sassy pixie named Chloe. <laughs> Cute. I know. I love it. <laughs> we, also, we also, and I probably should let parents know have a parent course coming out teaching those same principles, but for parents, um, because, you know, like as with any family work or child work, it's the whole family as a unit that has to, uh, grow together, transform together, model the behaviors together. And f- if you want your child to feel fulfilled and free, then, then best way for that to happen is for you to feel that way. And for your child to be self-compassionate, they need a, mo- a role model who's self-compassionate. So we want to give parents those tools because parents didn't get them. That's why this all started, really. Um, So now the pandemic gave us that opportunity to come full circle Mm -hmm. and say, okay, we need to, you know, we can't, we can't get out in front of the children today. So their parents can. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it too, it's another, it's a deeper look on self-compassion. I'm really excited to look at this deep kindness book because I want to see the parallels. I feel like there's probably going to be a few. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I can already tell. <laughs> I was awesome. like, how have you not read this book yet? It's like, basically, like it sounds so aligned with you. So uh, yes. sorry, we, we were just mentioning because before we hit record, we were talking and said, um, I was telling Anne about the book that I'm reading, which is called Deep Kindness uh, by Houston Craft. And it's an excellent book. Uh, I'm not mm-hmm. quite done it, but um, I think everybody should read it. Uh, it's really good. Yeah. Oh, so that, that was a great uh, segue because I wanted to talk about uh, that starting with you, uh, that empower, that self-empowerment, because that's something that I highly, highly value. Mm. It's something that I did not value <laughs> and burned myself to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I am uh, very much like I, I it's hard, especially for for people who who are out there like giving and giving mm. and, um, and and for parents as well. Like that's something that you naturally do is you're just helping and giving your, uh, and, and we have to remember, we have to actually yeah. be very conscious and, and aware that we need to fill our cup. Um, yeah. Like we can't give 
and just keep giving if we don't have anything for ourselves. So starting with us and, and empowering ourselves and giving ourselves those tools so that we yeah. can help our kids. That's, Absolutely. Yeah. That it, it's so crucial and so much, it's so good. It's yeah. so good to think, you know, even learning certain ways of changing, changing a thought pattern because you actually just can. Mm-hmm it's so empowering to realize that that's up to you. And it's empowering to see too other things we talk about, especially in the parent course, how you see other people is based on how you see yourself. So it helps us look at our relationships differently as messengers, not as punishment in some cases. Mm-hmm. And talking about emotions, parents were, it's so funny. I was just laughing with a friend yesterday because, you know, our generation, I don't know if your parents were this way and it blessed them because they were, brought up this way but you know crying negative I will do that bunny quotes negative emotions yeah they they're wrong or weak and and they're not and but it's almost our generation a huge amount of work I've spent on has been on you know allowing those authentic emotions through and really like yeah nurturing nurturing ourselves from a place of acceptance and not necessarily how we were raised because that's how our parents were raised so um yeah we need to be our own cheerleader yeah it's a huge shift for us to make because and and to be very aware because like Mm -hmm. i i have my own son uh, who's four now, but I also have uh, a daycare class and then I have all my students and then my, <laughs> my students becoming teachers and then my students in my art classes. So like, there's a lot of different spectrums of, of awareness in that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it applies almost the same in every situation. And, and then even helping other people like my, my partner, he, you know, he's not out here learning these things with yeah. me. Like, so I'm at home, like, okay, no, like, (laughs) remember that it's okay that if uh, Cooper cries, like, it's it's all right. Like, we don't need to fix it, which he's a fixer, which is Mm -hmm. part of his, his natural like ability. And he's really good at it. But sometimes it's like, we don't need to fix this right now. He just needs to feel it. Yeah. And I think that's such a huge thing too. how many of us are fixers because of just, (laughs) you know, uh, maybe being born, growing up with boundaries um, that were kind of askew, maybe not learning that we didn't have to fix or maybe fixing because we, you know, need, need peace around us or we just can't bear the thought we take on other people's emotions. Yeah. So yeah, it's so empowering to uh, truly as an adult, one of the biggest things I'm learning and very much so in the moment is, you know, what's yours and what isn't. And one of the biggest things too with, with parents, when we, we do parent workshops um, is essentially at the very beginning saying, we absolutely know you love your children. And that is a given you're here. Like we know this, but this is about you. (laughs) Yeah. And that is hard for some parents. Um, There's this beautiful quote by, I believe it's Rumi. um, And I don't know it, but the essence of the quote is, you know, your children are not your own. They are here to deliver their own light, their own message. Um, They come from you, but are not, they don't belong to you. And that's not to diminish the bond. It is to essentially say, you have a purpose. Your child has a purpose. All you can do is love and support. You're not responsible in so far as like thinking their thoughts for them. You know, like 
they are they are a very important being here who has an inner compass and just needs to be nourished just like you do and that's again the best example is you loving yourself and you and you um, nurturing yourself and that shows them how to do it too yeah that's amazing hmm. oh i love that <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll find the quote and i'll send it to you it's beautiful okay. yeah, yeah i'd like to to add that in there that's yeah. amazing um, okay. So I wanted to talk too about, uh, limiting beliefs. Mm. Ooh, they're so, <laughs> so fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's just so interesting since starting this work, it's like, um, it's such a core piece of it all because whatever we believe we make true, you know, um, in our program, we talk about, you know, there do we break it down in a way like there are thoughts, there's actions and there are results. And if your thoughts are this um, and your act, then your actions are going to follow suit. And you're going to get that result. The same with limiting beliefs. If you think you're going after something, but you've got a belief around it, it's going to affect your action. It's going to affect your results. So there's really no way not to uh, be affected. And the best thing about beliefs and why I kind of say like, Oh, they're fun is because they're just words. Mm. And that's the thing. Like, I think, they're just words and they were programmed enough that they became real. And they're words that came from like often a very, every time, I'm not gonna say often, always a very, you know, innocent place. Either you misunderstood someone, they were talking about themselves and you thought they meant them. That's happened in a lot of coaching cases where I was working with adults. Like my parents don't like money, money's bad. I'm like, it was a misunderstanding. They were too young to get it right. Like they didn't understand and they made a belief Um, or you're called something, you know, I was called all kinds of things growing up. Um, Weird being really one of them. Mm. And it's never about you. It's about the person doing the, doing the talking. People can only ever see and, 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 you know, they can only treat you how they treat themselves. So you're going to be getting their self-talk. So if you, if you're called a certain name, rest assured that person calls themselves that name. Mm. So it, um, yeah, it, uh, I think I just went on a tangent. No, that was great. You know, when you come down from those, like you go on a spew and then yes. what just happened? Yeah, it's literally like pictured a train just like going away, like yeah. train of thought, just leaving the station. No, um, it's great. It's great. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah. No, and I, I do a lot of work with, um, creative limitations. So Mm. uh, it's very, very similar. I find like pretty much limitation is a limitation where it came from. Like it doesn't even have to really affect you. It's just, and then, and then, um, that conditioning it's like where sometimes it's not even like an event. It's just a, like a conditioning that's passed along from your, you know, their parents' parents and their parents' parents continuing on. And so it's, it's our responsibility to recognize those and break that chain. And it's crazy how it's, it's, it is just words. Like we're just looking at it. And as once I started doing this work, it's like, all I had to do was realize. And then, and then I almost fixed itself. Like it was crazy. Yes. Yeah. It, that's the, it almost feels like that it's the judgment behind the fact that there are words that gets in people's way. I'm wrong because I believe this. Mm -hmm. It's um, to the kids. We'll say something like, okay, if I called you a purple monster, would you get upset? And they'd say no. And I'm like, well, if I called you a bad sister, would you get upset? Yes. Mm -hmm. It's, but it, they wouldn't take on the other ones because they weren't, you know, already, 
ingrained in them, conditioned in them, or it wasn't already a thought that they had thought. Mm. And so it, it can be that simple. And that's kind of an approach we take because some of them are conditioned. We want to take an approach that's kind of more repetitive. Um, so the kids will learn, the parents will learn what are their limiting beliefs and then to rewrite them and to remind themselves and to choose that thought um, and kind of essentially like reset their, yeah. I, I, I love, I'm talking in energy. I, I know it may sound abstract. I've just always been someone who thinks in that way, um, resetting their energy level back up yeah. to a place where they feel like themselves again. Mm. Yeah. No, the energy is good. That's where that's, I love, I love talking in energy. It's all energy. God. It is. <laughs> it's fact. Ask, ask Einstein. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. So um, we wanted to talk about compassion as well. <laughs> it's just so great. And it's not as soft necessarily because sometimes you have to be like compassionate on yourself from a place of like tough love. But yeah. I swear it's like, okay. <laughs> I want to be helpful here and not just go off into like a honeymoon phase with compassion. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. So it's really for me, why compassion became such a big focus and something we, sh we teach so much um, again is kind of to the point of what we just said about judgment. Mm. When you have an experience, if you just let yourself have the experience, that's all you had. Mm. You experienced something, but if you judge it, then it becomes stuck then it becomes a negative emotion or then it becomes a block in your body that you don't release and that you, you know, can't be present in the next moment because of. So compassion is essentially just this opportunity to take a new perspective toward yourself. And, and, in there's many ways to do it. Um, and actually, Oh, this is fun. Are you part of the NB film co-op? By any way? Uh, actually? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm doing <laughs> a talk about compassion and creativity next uh, in June. So oh, amazing. Okay. Yes. I'm gonna look yes. At that then. Yes, I think it would be right up your alley. Um, just how to um, take that new perspective um, is kind of what we focus on in, in the program. So showing kids, you know, we've been brought up innocently with a conditional definition of love. You do this, you, you are lovable. You, you know, and it's not blaming anyone. It's, it's just like even our parents, you know, they had to be a good girl or bad, you know, good girl to get, the affection they wanted or to, they had to do all the chores to get, you know, la, 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 la. Mm -hmm. And so we really want to try to rewire them, everyone to see themselves the way love would see them. And so we asked them, how would love treat you right now? And love itself wouldn't judge. It would be patient. It would be supportive. It would be compassionate um, and try to have them kind of look at themselves. They would something or someone they love deeply mm -hmm. um, and let them kind of remember how and that's the, where that quote is. The universe is not only within you, it absolutely adores you. Mm. It's, it's allowing, it's allowing them to access that love and remember who they really are. That's why it's so important. I think to me, cause it makes them remember if they feel the love they are at their core when they feel the compassion. Mm. There's a couple really cool um, techniques and exercises. One I developed is called a compassion circle and it is something I use daily. And um, I can just, quickly tell you about how it works in case yeah. anyone ever wants to use it. So essentially in any circumstance, if you're ever feeling something you don't like feeling, you're not comfortable feeling, uh, it could be, you know, you could be 
in the middle of a limiting belief. I'm bad at this. Or you could be feeling low or angry, or you could even just be feeling off. You don't even have to really fully know what it is, but you're just don't, you want it to move, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, First, you just start by accepting that you're feeling it. So I like to take a piece of paper, a blank sheet of paper, and in the middle of the sheet of paper, writing down that thing. So maybe today, um, for an example, when I was getting ready to speak today with you, I was feeling some fear about what the right words would be. Like, I hope I can get the right message out, what people need to hear. I hope it comes through. So I was feeling a bit of fear about that. So I wrote down fear in the middle of a piece of paper. And once I accepted it, as if, you know, you would accept the fact that you breathe air, that you drink water, that you go to sleep, you know, as you would accept any other thing, then you get to circle it. Once you've accepted it and it's no longer, you know, it doesn't feel scary. It just feels like you can accept it. You circle it. And then the next emotion comes up. And so, for example, for me today, it was, oh gosh, I threw out my piece of paper, but it may have been, um, it may have been judgment. Mm you know, judgment of myself. I shouldn't be feeling this way. I'm supposed to be an expert in this. I should know what I'm doing, but that was the real emotion judgment. Um, and so then I accepted judgment. And as I kept going and accepting each new thing as they came up at the end, all I could feel was just compassion for myself because is, as you keep going, you're just, you're getting all the layers, Mm -hmm. but you're meeting them with the same unwavering, unconditional love. So nothing is off limits. Even your biggest fear that you don't want to tell anyone, you can write it in the middle of a compassion circle and you can accept that you feel it just to, just as you would accept that you feel hungry, anything else. Um, it almost lets you get objective with it so that it doesn't become bigger than you. You become bigger than it. Mm. And then it gets you right to your heart, like pow, like puts all the energy back into that heart. Mm. So in our podcast, we have an episode where we deal with um, to feel or not to feel is the name of the podcast episode. And it talks about emotions and we go in depth and do some examples of the compassion exercise on there. So if people do want to go through it, it's free. Just, I swear I use it every day. My, my coaching clients, we use it as a tool a lot just because it gets you back to present and back to your power. I love it. That's amazing. It's so simple. <laughs> I know it is, but aren't the most amazing things like, amen. Yes. Yeah. It was so simple. Yeah. So good. <laughs> yeah. I'll definitely link, uh, that specific episode as well. Cool. Very cool. Okay. So, um, we're nearing the end. So is there anything that, uh, you wanted to talk about before we go that we didn't yet? Oh my heart, like thousands of things. <laughs> I have the part two. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Oh, um, just just that taking a new perspective on ourselves is truly the key because then it changes how we interact with the world, each other. If we take a more loving perspective on ourselves, then we take a more loving perspective on everything to toward everyone. So anything that helps you get there and helps you really see the truth that you deserve to be there, that you already are there belief uh, beneath all your beliefs. Like you're, you're, you're got a little person in you that's cheering you on being like, you're gonna get here. Like I am the truth. I am the person that you are. Everything else is not real. It's going to go away. And, and just, if you seek to, if you seek to get there, you truly will. Um, 
uh, I just want people to, to just know it's possible to free themselves from things that they haven't seen other people, you know, necessarily do yet. Maybe they don't have that many role models or examples in their lives, but it is possible. There are people doing it. There's support. It is what has to happen to humanity. It has to happen. You have to get there. And the benefits not only are that it makes life easier, but then we're expressing ourselves more authentically and our gifts more authentically. And we're showing up as who we are here to be. And we are not in our way anymore. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that every day isn't, you know, every day's perfect. And like compassion is like, we're like Buddhas walking around. <laughs> no, <laughs> it, But it means that we get to live yeah. without limit and we get to feel without limit. And we get to just get past the things that, we built up or we believed about about ourselves that aren't true. Mm. And like, when you, how do I verbalize this? Give me one second. (laughs) That person that is in your happy place, that version of you, that is your best, highest version of you. When you meet that person, you'll already know them. It's not like a strange thing. It's like, you do know deep down just coming home. That's what it is. It's a coming home. Mm. Yeah. It's possible. And it's not, it's, it's, it's so much fun once you start because then you just learn how to be nice to yourself and then you get to just life becomes easier. Yep. It's so hard being nice to yourself. Why? (laughs) I know. I know. Oh, I know. Bless. I know. And I think the answer is because it has to, like, I made a little post the other day about this because it kind of struck me that, the suffering we go through really is designed to crack us open and get us to that place behind fear, behind the illusion. Um, It makes us look at it and shatter it because otherwise, how would we know to go there? How would we know to go to love, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's for us. It's all for us. Everything in our life is happening, not to us, but for us and through us. We're, we're not helpless. We're very, very powerful. And, and actually that's the main, you know what, the main message in it's okay to be awesome is that you do create your life with every breath you take. And it can be a beautiful, beautiful adventure if you want it to be. Mm. Yeah. That's amazing. (laughs) I'm so glad that you came and joined joined me. This was amazing. (laughs) Well, Rebecca, well, thanks for having me. This was so much fun. I'm so excited too, that we have so many similarities. I know it's crazy. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Um, so, uh, the last thing I want to say is just how to find you. So how can we find you guys? Okay. So we can go to www.itsokaytobeawesome.ca. That's our website. And then we have Facebook and we have Instagram and they're both. It's okay to be awesome. is our handle. And on iTunes, I believe it's Spotify actually is our podcast. And I would really recommend starting there because it will give a really good foundation. Um, it's just, it's just not, it's just information that will make your heart feel better. Is the podcast called it's okay to be awesome. Yes, I believe Um, it could be called mental wellness podcast for tweens and teens also. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It could be called that or it could be called like, I'm going to look completely different. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yes. (laughs) It's okay to be awesome. And then it says a mental wellness podcast for tweens and teens. Okay. So it's got both. You were both right. (laughs) (laughs) But if you search up, it's okay to be awesome. It's right there. And it is on Spotify. I just looked it up there. 
Awesome. There you go. <laughs> okay. Okay. Awesome. So, and I'll have all those links in the show notes. You also have a freebie that you have. Yes. Yes. Thank you for that. Yeah. That's a meditation that is designed just to help your child and you, if you want to go through it with them, um, relax, uh, ground and take a more compassionate perspective on themselves or their situation. Um, yeah. So that's, that's very much available. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the parent course. Yes. Check it out. Check it out. It's going to, we're, we're launching it in June. Um, stay tuned to the website and Facebook because we have some really cool early bird pricing and offers. And then um, it's starting and there's, it's a six week course um, that is self led. So you don't have to meet anyone's time lines or it's all on you. It's all up to you. And it comes with the information as well as all kinds of really neat um, ways to, you know, journal, try it on exercises, tools that you can use that moment with your family. Um, yeah. So just keep, just keep your eyes peeled if you want some self-empowerment because it's, it's coming your way. That's amazing. Okay. So <laughs> all those links are in the show notes and thank you so much, Anne, for being here. Uh, I am just, I love this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. It was so much fun. <laughs> okay. Well, thank cool. you. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you loved this episode, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes. And be sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on everything at Rebecca Jane Art. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, happy creating.